Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of State of the Union, your weekly breakdown of all things Scottish independence. I am your host, Stephen Payton. The date is Friday the 2nd of July, 2021. Let's get into it. And kicking things off this week, Michael Gove is under fresh scrutiny over his secret union polling after a new document came to light this week. Okay, here's a quick rundown of what's been happening. The UK government have been carrying out secretive polling on attitudes towards the union over the past few years and just recently the cabinet office was ordered by a tribunal to release all of its data on the subject. However, it was then revealed that Michael Gove had misused public funds meant to tackle the coronavirus to instead be used to continue studying attitudes towards the union. And that's not all. The organisation which carried out the research was Public First, the firm that Michael Gove had already been found to have acted unlawfully in handing £560,000 to because it's owned by two people who have worked for him in the past. And while under fire last month, the Tories circled the wagons and claimed that the Cabinet Office, quote, does not engage in political polling. A ridiculous statement given the evidence. And now, the entire enterprise has become even more ridiculous after Michael Gove told journalists that taxpayers' money was not being used as part of these secretive polling schemes. Because that might not be true at all. On Monday, Gove was asked several times by The National whether or not COVID-19 funds had been spent on polling around public attitudes towards the union. He told The National, we don't use taxpayer funds for party political polling, adding that their focus had been on sending out an effective public health message, which was the aim behind the investment. But the National has since seen a witness statement from a senior civil servant in the Prime Minister's office and cabinet communications team that may undermine Gove's claim. Let's go back to public first, the firm that Gove unlawfully gave £560,000 of taxpayers' cash to. In the witness statement, the civil servant who was involved in the COVID communications hub said it had been confirmed last year that Public First would be carrying out work on core policy areas related to the COVID renewal programme. The witness wrote that, independently around this time, I also received an urgent request for union-related research from the office of the Right Honourable Michael Gove MP. Hmm. In response, I asked Public First to conduct some testing of people's attitudes on this issue. There was an element of COVID-19 to this testing, which at the time was considered... There was an element of COVID-19 to this testing, which at the time we considered was sufficient to enable us to use the existing contract with Public First. However, this particular piece of union research was urgent and had some links to COVID-19, and given that the contract with Public First was in place and it was well within their capabilities, we as a team thought that we could use them to start the work before returning to the procurement. So Public First, under its existing taxpayer-funded contract that was meant to be focusing on COVID-19, was indeed asked to carry out research into attitudes on the union. Seemingly realising they've been caught out, Gove's office suddenly changed its tune a little, stepping back from outright denial to instead appearing to chalk the decision up to the stress of the COVID-19 pandemic. Michael Gove is currently desperately fighting against any kind of public inquiry into the matter, though I'm not sure we could expect much from the UK government on that front. Anyway, it's not exactly an institution with much regard for the truth. 
all the more reason to get the next campaign for independence fired up. At least that's the best next move, according to polling expert Professor John Curtis. Following on from a less than encouraging poll, which shows support for independence dropping back down to 48%, a four-point dip since April, the polling expert warned the SNP that it could not risk letting the issue of independence be off the boil for long. He went on to say that the party needs to embark on a campaign to persuade more Scots of the merits of independence. Otherwise, Miss Sturgeon might find herself stuck with a promise to hold a referendum that she has little hope of winning. The Sunday Times, who commissioned the panel base report, also claimed that many within the SNP leadership circles concede that there will not be another independence referendum before the next general election, currently scheduled for May of 2024. Hmm. Of course, we need to see over time whether the data shows an actual drop in support for independence across the various posters, or if this is just an outlier. Clearly though, the pressure for a second referendum must stay on the SNP, some of which may come from the Scottish Greens, as the constitution will feature in future talks around any cooperation deal. But that does bring us to an end this week. So with all that said, where does that leave the State of the Union? So bereft of ideas to save itself that the UK government thinks putting up an eight-storey-high Union flag in Cardiff is a step in the right direction. See you all again next week.